Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. Hour three of In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. CITL boys. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Is it the Welsh on Twitter? Bogman Sports on Twitter. Wish we had, um, I want our comic book to be out. I want, you know how many things I want? There's so many things I want that we don't have the talent or skills to do. I keep saying this. We're saying this on every show. We are in the market. We're hiring new best friends. We're not hiring positions because that would mean we have money. We're hiring new best friends that have skills that benefit all of us because we are friends, skills so it's not just us. Bills. Yeah, the, the, the things that benefit, we don't want to say us because as our new friend, you also inherently benefit from those things. That's right. Like, you know, Free promo- promotion. Photoshop right? skills, uh, art hunting skills, skills. Yeah, computer hacking skills, all those type of things. Those are That's right. what we're looking for. It's so weird. Like Also, been, someone to come over, do my laundry, and clean my dishes. Taxes. Yeah, would be a good one. Maybe money management. Oh, that'd be a great one for I, me. You could really use that one. Uh, I could probably just use some therapy if someone's a therapist and they want to be my friend. <laughs> why do I? Why am I so my collecting habits? Like just waiting for the next thing that I'm going to start. Yeah, it's to. the Welsh and Dexter. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Except instead of vials of blood, it's just like whiskey and autographs and. This, we had someone write us in a ball bag question about some random card game. And the Welsh, like, you know, we we uh, we oh, yeah, stopped for a called? second to take a break. He's like, man, these these cards are interesting. What, what is this all about? Yeah, it, you know what it's called? I have it. APBA. See, why do you still remember that? APBA has been the unchallenged king of quality baseball entertainment product. I still don't exactly understand what it is. <laughs> yeah, but you're into it because they, they're... The cards look cool and they're expensive, so it must be neat. Yeah, I mean, kind of says, so how long does the game last? How <laughs> Let's see. APB games are designed like to be baseball played. baseball and football Dungeons and Dragons, you nerd. I think that's what it is. Let's see. So APB, APBA games, you can be up and playing in less than five minutes. Games are a random device. Oh, they're dice. Yeah, here we go. Now we're getting to it. Oh Dice-based game God. means a gameplay and outcome are controlled by rolling dice and matching it's the result to your player. It's baseball fan fiction. Yep, the result to your player or team's card and the game board. It, this is baseball. It's um, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. For baseball. That is what it is. Can you imagine? Are you still into it now? No, 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 no. Thank I never, you. never, ever got into Listen, I got a lot of problems. 
I got That's a lot true. of things that are off about me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of nerd... Ha- I love to make fun of nerds, but I'm also 1,000% a nerd myself. Lots of stuff that I get into. Something I never got into. Never got into Dungeons & Dragons. Never got into World of Warcraft. Never sat in a dungeon slash basement, whatever you want to call it and pretend it is, and play around a table rolling dice with a bunch of other human beings dressed as orcs and having capes on and whatever. <laughs> I don't know that they automatically dress as orbs, orcs and have capes or whatever they are, uh, but, uh, I mean, I've also, same, I've never done that. I mean, and not I, that there's anything, like, wrong with it. I'm not trying to, I mean, you know, if you eh, pay us money, it's, it's fine. You can do okay. whatever you want. I mean, yeah, it is, especially if you're still doing it now, but, like, I had a... Like, if you have to pay bills... You should probably quit playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? No, yeah, uh, yeah you're right about that. I mean, but, uh, like, you know what? I, I f that. If you're paying your bills, go do whatever you want. This is America. No, and agree with that. A hundred percent agree with that. At the end, <laughs> this is America. We just it celebrate is. America do, Day. Yeah, do whatever you want, man. No, I agree That's with right. that. If you are surviving in life and you're not a burden, you can do whatever you want. You can go go do and do whatever. You want. I like to go out and collect different things and have a bunch of hobbies. Bogman, you like to eat and do podcasting 4,000 times a day because that's what you I do. like to give money to the things I believe in, yeah. like Evil Angel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, you, have, you like to collect services. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Logins. The modern day. <laughs> hard drives. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, you're still looking for one, though. By the way, that's <laughs> yeah. Also, something. a friend with a hard drive. Yeah, a friend. Well, a friend that can big, give you a discount big, on a big multi terabytes. That's what I need. Military grade that can fall on the ground. Yes. Yeah. That's what we exactly. talked about. How much do those run? Like four hundred bucks. Oh my god! Are you serious? I, at least two hundred. They're not cheap. Oh really? They're not cheap. That's a problem. But like the modern day um, dungeon, Dungeons and Dragon card, and people still play the card games all the time. But what's happened is it's all moved to online, and it makes people feel better about themselves. But the modern day version of that is the world. Well, of Warcraft. isn't it better? You're not sitting in a dingy basement. Well, you're okay, now you're sitting in a in a dark room at your computer. It's nah, not you're right. It's not better. I guess maybe it is better because you have to at least interact with human beings if you're doing that. But I mean, way. listen, like we, you say that, and these are also the same people are like sitting in the dark room drafting their fantasy team, you know, and drinking <laughs> uh, drinking uh, a wonderful That's why, double yeah, IPA. I mean, look, we're definitely going towards the Wally. You know, world, which yeah. is fine. You know, look, whatever. It's it's what we're going towards, and that's yeah. So. And you're like you said, it's fine. But like the, the here's where the problem happens. So like I kind of grew up a little bit more in the world of the the computer gaming or the people around me. I think I've said this before. I had a friend when we worked at good old Circuit City, and you know we are moving into being adults. We are eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds, and this guy quit college to play World of Warcraft full-time. A a very smart person. But what had happened to his life was he was at home, and there was some type of a game that was like a board game, but like with these little characters. And his hobby was he painted the characters that he then played in games, and then he quit his job, and he quit his schooling to play the world of warcraft so he's like the 40 year old virgin like i'm painting your gray pants blue but here's what we don't understand yeah that's right that's exactly what it was actually (laughs) but here's what we don't understand though and this is where we get lost is i mean gaming is like 
it's a career now and something that passed us by which is really unfortunate to be honest yeah i'm kind of jealous is the is the twitch era where people i mean they got things like Fortnite and stuff like that but literally you can pick up and just be like you know what i'm in a full-time game you set up a twitch account and you start making money you know if you get enough viewers you got to get people to come but you can set up with facebook you can set up with twitch and people are making money simply just playing their games online and it's one of those things what we want to point and laugh at but then we're like well, what the hell? I want to do that. <laughs> I want to do that. I wish I could do that. When's the last time you played a video game? Uh, I am now two apartments into where I haven't even set up my PlayStation. What was the last so. game that you played? It's still The Last of Us. It was The Last I mean, of Us? Okay. Look, I have like little stupid games on my phone. No, don't count. But I don't, those don't count, Pick right? up a controller. You put a game in a console and you oh, get input yeah, on your television. Still the last one. Mine was NBA... 2k something it was the game it was the year this is this will tell the year right before andrew wiggins came into the nba oh my god <laughs> yeah because i remember creating andrew wiggins for that draft okay. class that's the last video game that i picked up that's yeah. not good i don't want to shame these people i want to be i want to be you to be honest with you we're on the radio here i want to be playing video games and making money but we can't do it what i want i really want a ps4 for red dead 2 but I just don't know if I'll have the time. I'm telling so. you, that's the next step in the In This League revolution is Bogman and I, after like a five-year hiatus, we're, we are essentially trying to be like Carlos Zambrano. We're trying to make a comeback, <laughs> and we start um, twitching our video games to see how bad we are or good we are. The, twitching our video games just sounds bad. Is that something we can say? Can we say twitching? Uh, I don't know. We might get fired for saying twitching video games. All right. That might be a euphemism. So last hour, we talked about... It kind of naturally came up because we've spent a lot of time talking about running back situations that we're out on. And it's not a definitive when we say it, by the way, because of no, course... No, like it, we said, you have to pick your guy yeah. of the situation. Well, still. in every situation, there is a guy or a value that could come up. bury your head in the sand about it. But so. for the most part, what it, what it means is it's situations that we don't want to be a part of. And right. we determined there were eight um, teams with running back situations we're out on. So we eliminate those eight teams' running backs... Wide receivers, it was half of that. There were only four that we were really out on. A couple other question marks. So it, I, I do still think what an interesting experiment it would be taking all those situations that you're out on, decimating those from your list, seeing where they go ADP-wise and figuring it out from there. But we ended with a final team that on its surface is always like somewhere we want to be. because, And we're talking about the New England Patriots. Tom Brady is always going to make players better. The biggest problem, and this is where you get out on them, is it's not that there, are, there aren't going to be players that are going to be successful on that team. It's that we have zero way of predicting it at this moment. Julian Edelman is suspended for four games for an unknown PED violation that they could never identify, yet it held up. Chris yeah. Hogan is a dude, but he is going to be secondary, but potentially first when uh, while Edelman's out, you've got Gronkowski, you've got a litany of running backs. They've also got who the hell else do they have? Don't they Dude, have? Dude, they've uh, got Malcolm Mitchell. They've got Jordan Matthews, Philip Dorsett, Cordell, Cordero Patterson, and they drafted Braxton Berry. It's a lot of guys. There's a so there's so much to be picking and choosing from here. A, a decent amount of them are coming at values, and that's why we identify this team as one that we're out on. 
But the bottom guys, okay, you know, you can do what you want with those bottom guys. You want to take a Jordan Matthews. He's a very popular one. He could get a bunch of carries. The biggest, most interesting ones are Julian Edelman and Chris Hogan. I have been a little bit in favor of Julian Edelman. I did think his suspension was going to pare down a little bit, which it didn't, which was not good. Um, but because he has got wider, high-end wide receiver two ability, you would get at a relatively cheap cost. I found myself in a little bit, but here's the problem. And let me, let me lay this out for you, Bogman, and you tell me what you think. Current ADPs, which again, ADP is just uh, it's a marking system. It's not a perfect science. Fantasy Pros ADPs have, yeah, this is the average draft position. Julian Edelman going as the 31st wide receiver and Chris Hogan going as the 32nd wide receiver. Those guys are going back to back. And I don't know if any of them are really true guarantees with everything that's going on. That's why I'm out. I'm not taking any of these guys. Uh, And we mentioned this, you know, our great debate of Julian Edelman started a long time ago when I said I would take DJ Moore ahead of him. And we did the poll and Edelman won it resoundingly because people are out on. And I still do agree again. And and that's fine. Like I, I get it. You know what I mean? DJ Moore is completely unproven, but Julian Edelman is a 32-year-old injury-prone suspended wide receiver. Sexy Julian Edelman. he is on a team that passes the ball a bunch, but he's at least going to miss those four games. This dude is constantly hurt. Oh, you're going to hold on to that he's going to get hurt all the other games? Well, he... (laughs) Did we just go through this with Tyler Eifert? The worst? Right, I'm just I saying, mean, like, it's it's your thing. This is your thing. You like to play that game. That he did. He played uh, 16 games in 2016. How many did he play last year again? The Welsh? Yeah. Zero because he blew out his knee. Yeah. Right. Uh, he played nine the year before that. Uh, 14 the year before that. He did have a full season in 2013. Oh. Then he played nine. Then he played 13. Oh. Like he, so he's going to at least miss four. So at best, you're getting 12. So if he misses two or three more of those games, now you're getting nine. You're getting nine games out of your third wide receiver that you draft. I just am never going to be into that. I'm not doing it. The you're pri- already missing four games. I'm all the way out on him. I don't want Chris Hogan because when Edelman comes back, they still have Gronk. They throw the receiver, the the running backs a bunch. I think like people how, are going to argue on catches, Hogan a lot. How many catches is Chris Hogan going to be guaranteed? You know what I mean? Well, okay. Maybe three a game? Well, see, be careful about that usage because there's no, I don't think there's any guarantee anywhere. So it, you can't right. really go into that. But I think a lot of people are going to argue you on the, 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 wait a idea minute, wait a minute. Let's back, hold on, back up. Well, what do you mean, uh, careful about the usage? Well, no, no, I'm saying, you're saying, well, what can you guarantee me? You can't, well, how is, how is it you phrase that? Yeah, I said, well, what can you guarantee me? Can you guarantee me he's going to get four catches a game? I don't think he can. I think, I think he can. he's I don't at think, best I don't two think and a half ridiculous. or three. No, the only guys that you can go in and have a guarantee, if you want to start attaching numbers to it, I think Chris Hogan is a guy that could catch four to five. But any of Demarius Thomas might not be guaranteed four or five. The only guys you can guarantee five-plus catches a game are being taken in the first two rounds. Those I are the only Chris guys. Chris Hogan gets boosted because his big games have come in big situations. He had a huge Super Bowl last year. And the year before that, when they demolished the Steelers, he had 800 catches for 725 yards. And all we got to hear was Chris Hogan used to play lacrosse. That was everything. (laughs) Like his big moments have come in the biggest stages. And I think he gets boosted because of that. He's still, you know, he started 
Uh, seven games last year, he only played nine because of injuries, and uh, he averaged almost four catches per game last yeah. season. But, uh, you know, Gronk missed a handful of games. Edelman missed the entire season. But Edelman's so. going to miss four games. They don't have uh, uh, Brandon Cooks there. They've got less options there. Look, if I had to pick one guy, it would be Hogan. Yeah, but, but I, I I'm think... crapping on Hogan. I'm not taking him either. Okay, so. yeah, no, I mean, I'm not. Okay, here, I'm not into Hogan. But I do think if you Sound were like taking you're into one, Hogan. No, if you were taking one, I can see yeah, Hogan. Brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother, the 24-inch catches, brother. I could see it trapped me, brother. I can see Hogan being the safety net. He's got the benefit of the trust of Tom Brady. Jordan Matthews doesn't have that. Berrios doesn't have that. Uh, who, Malcolm Mitchell, I don't think truly has that. Kenny Britt, I mean, the, Philip Dorsett, Jesus, all these names. Why don't you think about these situations as if they were a parachute? If they did, you were jumping out of a plane. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Chris Hogan has a couple of holes in the parachute, and the strings are not that tight. That's what I would say. I think you're being dramatic about Chris. Uh, I mean, wide receiver three, you want Chris Hogan? Are you effing kidding me? I'd no, much but that's rather my... go with Alan Hearns. I'd much rather go with Marquise Lee later in the draft and take a fly. You know what? I'd rather take stupid Deion Lewis than take these guys at wide receiver three. No, no, no. Okay. That. Again, we're both out. I, I'm agreeing. I think there's a place for me drafting Julian Edelman. It's not at his current value right now. The four-game suspension is huge. I was hoping you could take him, and then it would be knocked down to about, you know, two, three maybe. I'm not in on his draft position. Chris Hogan, same thing. Chris Hogan, I think there is a safety to him. I don't think there's any reassurances in this offense, so I don't like him as a wide receiver three either, and that is why we inherently are out on that. I got a bet for you after the break. Ooh, okay. Bet coming up from Bogman to me, so don't go anywhere. More of Hour 3 coming up. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love In this league. Yeah, I remember that. I also remember. Welcome back. It is In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Who wants to go to a 2018 World Series game? Raise your hand. Right here. This right. guy. Me too. Me too. Tune in to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network between July 8th and the 17th because we'll be playing the DKMS Trivia Challenge for your shot to call in with a chance to attend the Fall Classic in person. The number to play, write this down, 844 843 6879. That's 844 843 
F-N-T-S-Y. The contest is sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer because for many patients, a bone marrow transplant is their best or only chance for survival. 30% of patients, they can find it in their families, but 70% uh uh-uh. They're looking outside. That's around 14000 each year. They've got to rely on strangers to step up and donate. So find out how you can help the cause. Go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. The DKMS Trivia Challenge, July 8th through July 17th. Call in and win. You had a bet for me. That's right. Uh, I want a song bet. Oh. So... <laughs> Loser has to sing a song, and my my bet will be um, if Julian Edelman plays nine or more games, I will sing a song. If he plays eight or fewer games, you will sing a song of my choosing. Okay, so he's already out for four. That would enable him— Twelve games. Twelve. So you're saying if he plays nine. He's got to play nine, so he can't miss three other games, the Welsh. Okay. And what's the bet? If he plays eight or fewer games, you sing a song of my choosing on this show. <laughs> on if, the radio show. Okay. On the radio show. That's right. If he plays nine or more games, I will sing a song of your choosing. I'm in. 100%. I love it. 100%. One of my taglines apparently. At Bogman Sports, please send me suggestions because there's no way. There's no way. You I think I want you to sing. My milkshake brings all the boys. So that's what it, I'm going to have you It sing. doesn't matter because I won't be singing it. So You're, I, uh, Actually, I've got the song, and it's an incredible. Ah, you know what? We can't do it on this show. Never mind. I can't do it. It's uh, <laughs> Well, she's going to be singing Poker Face. So. It's not a problem. Oh, no. My, 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 my poker face. <laughs> That'll be fun. I like that. Bet. All right. Uh, so uh, you there have you go. to sing it as Cartman. So just so oh you know. really? I gotta do impressions <laughs> on it. Man, 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 my poker face. Man, 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 man. All right. Well, anyone want to join in? Anyone? Side bets are available. You can. Uh, this is like poker or uh, blackjack in in Vegas. People, you can uh, put money behind <laughs> players. You can bet behind. Uh, tweet at us. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? Which side are you on of the Julian Edelman nine games or more? Who's going to be singing? And you can suggest songs that the other one is going to have to sing. I am dying because uh, I got a few ideas. Again, one or two that won't work on this show. We'd have to do it on a secret show. <laughs> but there's a couple really, really good ones. That would be awesome. Let's move and turn to baseball for a minute. The trade market is kind of starting to heat up. And over the last couple of days, we've seen a pretty large increase in conversation about Manny Machado. And it's been reported, I think Ken Rosenthal had reported a couple of weeks ago, it's been very uh, Arizona-centric for the early stages. Bob Nightingale reported early uh, last week about the Dodgers making a run, that the Dodgers were out scouting, or the Baltimore Orioles were scouting some of the Dodgers' uh, lower minor league system. Then John Morrissey had another tweet that came out on 4th of July talking about the trade conversations between the D-backs and Orioles have continued to be constant. They're still talking. The Cleveland Indians have been thrown into this. And then Morrissey threw in the Atlanta Braves. So so if you're keeping track at home, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Braves, and Indians. No talk of the Phillies because the Phillies have been attached to Mike Moustakis. Four teams 
three of them in the NL in on Manny Machado. Why don't we start with the Diamondback stuff? Do you have new thoughts on it, especially with how this team is developing, how their pitching has been struggling? Are the Diamondbacks the number one team for you that is going to pull the Manny Machado uh, trade trigger? I, I mean, I don't think so. I think they've been talking for so long that if it was going to get done, it probably would have already gotten done uh, because, you know, I think more than adding Manny Machado to your squad or maybe even half of it is you're keeping him away from the Dodgers is the big thing. You know, not only are you adding something awesome to your team, your rival also doesn't get him. So you're right. The pitching has been terrible, but I don't know, like, who's the guy you can take out of the rotation? It's only Shelby Miller, right? Outside of that, you're not taking Robbie Ray out of the, the rotation. You're probably not taking Godley out. I mean, he had to be real bad for a long time. So uh, I, I think that – I just don't think they're going to do it. I think if they were going to do it, this situation would have resolved itself. It would have been done. They would have said, you know what? The Dodgers have too much interest. It's making me nervous, and uh, I'll do it. So I, I, I think I think the Dodgers are just being cheap with their prospects. I think as soon as they decide to part with whatever it is that the Orioles want, now that there's other things in it, that he goes to L.A., and I hate that. I think what, what you're saying, there's, it's correct in, in theory. I think the Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks have a past of doing this. The Diamondbacks have been doing this for years, and we've been watching them. They find a way to pull the trigger on moves like this. They'll pay the full money. They'll give up more prospects. You might be right. The Dodgers might be trying to be cheap on prospects. I do believe the Arizona Diamondbacks are number one on this list. They need it. They have got to be scoring runs if their pitching is going to suffer. I do believe that they should be in on pitching, but Manny Machado could round out that offense like J.D. Martinez did. The problem with the Diamondbacks—this is a bigger—we don't have the Diamondbacks show here, but the, the Diamondbacks— if they, if they were to make the trade, they need to not stop there. That's my biggest thing. You see the reports of the Diamondbacks going, or the um, the Dodgers looking at Michael Fulmer and looking at Manny Machado. That's what the Diamondbacks should be doing. The Diamondbacks should be going all in. I believe number one on the list right now are the D-backs. They have got pitching that I think they're willing to trade. They've got a lot, they've got a lot more pieces that fit the narrative of, of moving on from. Like the Dodgers view a lot of their or, or, the younger prospects as the replacements to the older players right now, the Diamondbacks aren't really in that space. They've got a lot of high school guys. I think they're much more willing to give up than anybody else, though that's not to say that they have the best guys because I believe the Diamondbacks are one, the Dodgers are two, but a team like the Braves being talked about, they easily could put the best package together and make it happen. But as John Morrissey reports, that the Braves are more focused on bullpen arms right now and not trading, but they're ridiculous. They have got the <laughs> biggest haul of pitching prospects you've ever seen. They could trade two top guys, and it wouldn't f affect them at all. So my rank, I don't really know where Cleveland fits in here. I am Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and Braves as far as this go. I think the Phillies might truly be out. I think the Diamondbacks might pull this off, but the, the Dodgers do hold cards where... They could step up and, you know, maybe if the Diamondbacks aren't paying the whole contract or they could give more prospects. I have not seen the, the Orioles scouting any Diamondbacks players, and we're now getting reports, which is worrisome, that the Orioles are scouting Dodgers. Yeah, and 
I mean, look, this has been the Diamondbacks have been in since day one of the offseason, right? And the Dodgers kind of came along recently. So I think this, you know, the Dodgers are scouting the Orioles players and uh, vice versa, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't I don't know. Is that fake news? Uh, or I guess it's real news. But I mean, does it matter? I mean, like, they're always the scouting, Orioles could have been. Yeah, the Orioles could have been scouting the Diamondbacks guys from day one. They already know what they like and don't like. Right. So. That could be over with. And now, like, like this this could be more of a detriment. Like, hey, look, this is late in the process that they're scouting these guys. They already know what they like from Arizona, so why wouldn't they do that trade? I don't know if that's that big of a, a deal as far as news goes. So um, I just think Atlanta needs to decide, like, are you in it? Because they're leading their division by two and a half games over Philly. Washington's seven games back. There's rumors that they might be sellers at this point, which would be very strange. But... Atlanta is up in their division. Why wouldn't they make the push to get Manny Machado, even if he is a rental? You know, they've been uh, bad for a while now, Atlanta has been. So why not uh, go ahead and start uh, start making your turnaround? Uh, obviously, if you're good in Atlanta, the people show up. So do, do you? It. Are you finally in a place where you feel comfortable? I mean, I, I, I don't know if you were ever against this, but like we talked about this before. Manny Machado is 100% getting traded in the next couple weeks, right? Yes. Okay. So, because I don't remember early season, did you feel that was going to happen? Did you feel that I, they might I felt on? like it was going to be at the deadline. Like, okay. Because I feel like if you don't trade him before the season, where you'll get more because the dude is a rental, uh, that that you tr- you hold him to the deadline to get as many suitors as possible and to squeeze uh, that last little bit out of whoever it may be to get them you get that extra player added you get whatever it is maybe a little more cash maybe a player to be named later you know something like that you get just a little bit of a cherry on top if you wait till the end because you have more suitors especially with them adding the the extra wild card a few years ago you see more teams think that they're in it now so there's more teams in on trades so i think that sometimes the smartest thing to do is hold but for a rental you know you hold for another month you know another three weeks instead of an, another week uh your offer might go down because it's like okay well i just missed out on you know 15 games with this guy you almost wonder so. if the resurgence of of max muncie has actually made the dodgers less needy to make this move. you mean you know the I mean? surgeons not the resurgence because yeah the surgeons yeah the, the, the ridiculous yeah he's never done this before well yeah we actually saw a stat what was it he's the uh, quickest to twenty homer Dodger in history last year Cody Bellinger got to twenty homers in one hundred and eighty nine at bats Max Muncie one hundred and eighty three to get to twenty homers that's insane quicker than Bellinger that is ridiculous but the guy has come on and I think that they've established him as the starting second baseman. But they've got Chris Taylor at short, Justin Turner, who's been struggling at third. But on the bench, they've still got Chase Headley uh, or Chase Utley. They've got um, uh, Logan Forsythe that's still out there. And their outfield, Jock Peterson has been playing better. Matt Kemp is playing like an all-star. And they've got Puig. I'm just looking at this, and I'm trying to figure out, like, like do, do they feel inclined that they've got to go make a move when they are having all these players being more than suitable? I mean— if the Dodgers could pull off a trade, I bet they'd love to do this, where they could move Puig in a uh, move for Machado, I think that would be something where they're like, well, this is great because we move Chris Taylor to the outfield. we got Peterson and Kemp, and Machado runs in. That might be more of a viable move for them. Well, Puig has been not... playing well recently, too, so I don't know if they even want him. They, they may not. I just wonder if Max Muncy is one of those 
cases why we look and we see the Dodgers and they're like, oh, well, this is why the Dodgers aren't actively willing to sell the house because they know they can put some of this together internally. They've done that. They, they found a diamond in the rough in Max Muncy. The Diamondbacks don't have that. The Diamondbacks are piecemealing some of this stuff. Nick Ahmed's having a decent season. Cattell Marte's been playing great. Jake Lane still hurt. struggles. Yeah, but a lot right. of these guys are hurt. Their outfield has been hurt. They've got to have impact bats if they're going to compete in this division. And you said it before, the Diamondbacks should be the number one team um, pressing for this because they're fighting with a division rival for this player. you got to not let Manny Machado go to the Dodgers. The Braves also, like the Dodgers, don't really seem to be willing. I feel like the Braves have been teetering with this, like, are we in it? Are we out of it? Are we trying to tank? Are we in it? The rebuild happened too quick. Yeah, it ha- yeah that's a great too point. Too healthy, Lois. Too- <laughs> Doctor says I'm too healthy. It happened before I think they were ready because they've got such great young guys, but their pitching isn't quite there. It's all young, and... Like I, I don't think they're ready to mortgage anything for the now because I don't think they were ready for the now. So it kind of points back to the Diamondbacks, and I think the Diamondbacks would be probably the best offensive position for Manny Machado to go when leaving Baltimore. You're going to have a lot more guys on base, a lot more run potential that's out there. I think it would be a huge fantasy coup for Manny Machado to go to Arizona. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I agree with you. And another thing on top of all this Dodgers stuff, which is what I've been mentioning from the beginning, is this team doesn't want to add payroll. You know what I mean? So uh, maybe they won't if they're uh, moving a guy like Puig or somebody, but they're already over the luxury tax. So whatever they have to pay Machado, if they're giving away all prospects, whatever they're having to pay Machado, it's double. And I think we already did the math on this. Like it, it wasn't getting sixteen million this year, so they'll have him for half the year. So they'll have to pay eight million, but they'll have to pay actually sixteen. So it's not only are they giving away prospects, they also have to double his salary. The Dodgers, so, you're saying the Dodgers, yes. yeah. So, yeah, the Diamondbacks are not in that situation, and that's no, what makes them more viable. Not going to be the Dodgers are probably tax. in a situation where they're like, yeah, uh, you pay two thirds of the salary. And we'll send you back this prospect. And the Diamondbacks are like, we'll pay the salary and we'll give you this guy. You know, we'll, right. we'll give you this exactly. good player that can help you now, or these two players, and uh, we'll take on the salary. And the Dodgers are sitting over here, you know, trying to wheel and deal, you know, like a fantasy trade. Like, give me another second round pick. I need that. Like, that type of thing. So, do you yeah, think Manny Machado I mean, gets traded before the All Star game? This is, yes. I mean, this is a, to be honest, like I think the deal with Arizona and Baltimore is set, but Arizona's just like, well, we don't want to do that. So, and I think the you're hearing this stuff about, hey, look, the Dodgers and Orioles are scouting each other's players, that kind of stuff. I think this is to prod along the Diamondbacks, like just give up what we want, and this is done. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know that that's a hundred percent true, and I don't know that the Dodgers are. Uh, completely out of this because they're the team that has all the money in the world that has no problem uh, trading stuff. So, I mean, they just went out and signed the number one international prospect and all that stuff too. So they got money to burn. So I don't, I don't know that it's, um, I, I still lean towards the Dodgers are going to get this done and the Diamondbacks aren't because the Diamondbacks have to be more frugal because they don't have the assets that the Dodgers do. Do you think the Orioles are going to get any of the uh, other payroll off? you think they're going to be able to move Adam Jones? That seems like another guy that always gets talked about moving and never happens. I mean, I think they, if they decide to take a low enough return, they definitely could. 
And I think it'd be great for Adam Jones. I, I like that dude, and I would like to see him get out of that situation. So, well, I'll tell you what: if he, if Manny Machado were go to the Dodgers, I'm gonna be like Carlos Gomez on the water cooler. Do you see that video, by the way? No. Oh what man, was he, it? he pulled off a Zambrano. He after an at bat, he just goes into the uh, into the dugout and just murder balls a cooler with uh, his bat. I'm just looking okay. at this video. Okay, well, if he was stupid like Zambrano, it would have been with his fists. No, nobody's so. around, He and he's literally taking the best hacks he's had all season against <laughs> his water cooler. Go look it up. Go look it up when we're on break. It's like the best stuff that you've seen, and he's just going. F- and the, the Marlins had a funny tweet. They said, we weren't going to have fireworks at, Mar- at Marlins Park today, ah. and then they, they put out the tweet. It's funny. All right, uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back for the final segment of in this league the it's still kind of fourth of july weekend fourth of july going on a stupid wednesday there's still fireworks going on and tell you that much but people are uh, treating the weekend like it's still the holiday because guess what it kind of is but thank you for tuning in with us whether it's live or whether you're listening on demand maybe over on uh, iheart maybe uh, spotify we're on all those places don't go anywhere final segment bogman welsh in this league on the fantasy sports radio network Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Sleek. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- in this league. In the dark. Every single final segment, it's always in this love and celebration of uh, our producer, former producer. He's too big time. He's too big time for us now. Couldn't join us on the weekends. <laughs> Chris Bavona making the in this love, in this league. Rejoin, so we celebrate him every episode. It's always good to have a little bit of endless love, Bachman. That's right. What kind of love do you have in your life right now? By oh, the way, Carlos Gomez uppercutted, so he hit one with a bat, and then he uppercutted another one, so he is a huge dumbass. I mean, you didn't need that to determine that. <laughs> I mean, you know, his... Uh, his batting average has been uh, pretty terrible this season. So apologize about that, everyone, because I was big on Carlos Gomez before the season started. Yeah. What do you love? So. Let's talk about endless love for a minute. Well, what are your loves in your life right now? Uh, my cats. Okay. And that's it. That's it? Yep. Uh, the I'm excited Uber Eats for app? football season. Uber Eats uh, app? No, I haven't been doing that recently. Really? So. How uh, yep. many days sober? <laughs> I think it's been about, man, it's been a while since I had food delivered. We were doing a secret show. Wow, uh, really? Pizza delivered. And that was my last food delivery to my house. I've been too broke. Oh, wait, wasn't so. that the one we did like three days ago? It was a week ago, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I thought you meant like the, uh, the previous secret I used to be like a show. daily occurrence. I was getting Uber Eats all the time, but no, I just don't oh, do it Oh, so a week ago. Anymore. You're like, man, I can barely remember. It was like... Well, a Uber week Eats, ago. I haven't gotten in like a month. So I, that What's, was just. Oh, what service free. are you using? That's I'm not. I'm not using services. That's oh. why. Well, what's the one? So, you order? Oh, you just like ordered a pizza. 
Right. I just ordered pizza from Papa John's. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was nice because I got it 50% off because Dynavax won the day before. So, okay. Well, I see. We need new best friends. We need new yeah, friends. See, the Suns need to be better this year. This is why we go back to basketball being terrible. Like, mm. 50% off pizza is when the Suns win. But would they win 11 games last year? So, <laughs> not know, a whole not, lot of. <laughs> right. Not a whole lot of uh, uh, discounted pizzas. I need. I need the uh, the D backs to stretch that season out pretty long, and I need the the Suns to win games when the D backs aren't. Uh, Wait, who's playing, the deal so. that they have with? Papa John's. Oh, Papa John's still uh, they're, they're still around, huh? Doing some marketing. Uh, I mean, to make it great I, again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to support that wall, the Welsh. So I'm ordering Papa John's. Okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> just I'm just seeing where Papa John's is at. I didn't realize they were still in it all. <laughs> They're still doing the uh, well. It's it, it is Arizona, the Welsh. So yeah, Papa John still uh, they've got fans. So they are. What the hell are we going to talk about? I completely forgot about. Uh, we're going to talk with Tani here in a minute, but we had something else. I uh, talk about some baseball. We talk about some football. We talk about how Joey Chestnut is oh, super that's impressive. It. That's it. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Ch- yeah, it should be Joey Chestnut broke his own record. How many disgusting hot dogs did he eat? I think they said it was 74 in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Dude, 74? I ate. So I did the old school white trash dinner uh, of uh, Velveeta uh, shells and cheese with some hot dogs in there. <laughs> oh, the no. Oh, yeah. I had my I I full white trash. I was like, God, why am I craving this? I am like tattooed white trash. I have to eat this. So I went I, Did for you it. eat it without a shirt? Because you got a couple tattoos on your arm. So did you go to this full white trash like... Have well, a, I have was a, alone in my apartment by myself, so I was not wearing clothes. And little yeah, red MAGA I mean, hat, no shirt. I felt so awful the next day after I ate it. It was horrible. So and you went Velveeta. You didn't even go the boxed ones. You went the yeah, creamy. the box of Velveeta shells and cheese in the box. But yeah. you, but the creamy ones. What are you talking? I mean, about? There's there's like what is it? Kraft like Kraft mac and cheese. That's the OG. Then Velveeta yeah, I didn't is feel like, like doing that whole thing. Like Velveeta is nice and uh, easy because it's just it comes with the big cheese packet. Yeah, it's you just not cut but open it, the packet, dump the cheese in there. You don't have to it, mix the butter and the yeah, milk. Yeah, it's and mushy all that stuff. cheese. It's not like the right. powder cheese. Right, it's the stuff that gives you cancer immediately. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly uh, with that and a couple hot dogs in there, and what I made just you felt, do that. I think I've had that three times in my life, and I was just like, I'm not really you know sure what? what's all going on. I didn't have it a lot growing up either. I just had a hankering for mac and cheese and hot dogs together. I don't know why. What? So maybe I'm pregnant. I have no idea. But uh, I just felt like eating that, so I made it, and I just felt like it was about four or five hours later when you get that. Did you have the fishing channel on, and you were just like, man, <laughs> I'm feeling like some, some Velveeta and hot dogs. I was watching some uh, lure Skeeter commercials. Skeeter gave me a Bud Light. Man, if I could have all these lures right here, this <laughs> would be that. fantastic. Lure uh, right yeah, like I said, dude, one. it's not something that I, I ate a lot growing up. I'm sure I had it a couple times, but I was just like, is this actually as good as people say? It's not bad. I'd say it's not bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever had. So I, I, I wouldn't, go I wouldn't go out and tell people to do it. Well, you just it was, did. It was fine. You just kind of did. So, no, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm not sitting here advocating for uh, mac and cheese with some hot dogs, but it was fine, you know. But my stomach did disagree. You know what would be the ultimate if you really just want to like, you know, dose up the cancer would be get those hot. You know, have you seen those hot dogs that have the cheese in the middle of them? 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what? So when I was picking the hot dogs, you know, I reach out and then I see those guys. Oh, I'm like, ooh, what? Why? But then I went, I'm already having mac and cheese. I don't need the extra cheese in the hot dog, do I? So I mean, that's where I draw the line. The OK, just trying to so. find out where your line is that <laughs> it was it was at the cheese uh, infused hot dog addition <laughs> to the Velveeta. That's where you could like that, that episode of Futurama where they had the self microwaving hot dog. So I would actually like that, by the way. I don't <laughs> know the last time so what everybody a, a else. Hot dog. I can't get down. Like I'm still shocked that the um, that the hot dog eating contest is so big. Like I get that people want to watch train wrecks. But there's nothing more disgusting than watching those those filthy animals just just dose hot dogs and buns and water and shove it down their gullet. It's disgusting. Like I want to throw up when that's going on. I want to see some new eating contest. Here's one yeah. I want, and here's one I think you and I could compete in: mac and cheese contest. Put some hot dogs in there. No, no uh, damn hot dogs. Well, <laughs> no, no hot dogs. I was trying to well, say. You thought about it for a second. You well, I was going to say if we're going to get it sponsored, we'll do it in Alabama, and we'll get it sponsored <laughs> by uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs. And is that who does it, Nathan's? Yeah, Nathan's. Okay, does it. and yeah. then we could do that. But no, I want a mac and cheese eating contest on the Fourth of July. That would be better. I don't want ribs because it's going to look gross. You don't want. I just think you got to move away from from meats. Like let's get let's get some mac and All right, cheese. Hippie. No, no, I'm not saying yeah. that. But like, I don't want to see like uh, a juicy steak eating contest, and people yeah. are like, rrr, 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 rrr. let's do the tofu eating contest. No, I don't want How that. About that, I want this mac is and America. Cheese. Come on, yeah, mac you and have cheese. To, you have to stuff your face with meats on the Fourth of July. It's tradition. I just, so <laughs> yeah, it is America. I just want to watch one of those where I don't want to physically vomit after. Oh, now, maybe terrible. mac and cheese like, I would. I, don't, I won't watch it. It's awful. Like, I enjoy eating hot dogs, but it's the 4th of July. I don't want to have my stomach turn in the first hour of my 4th of July. So I'm not going to turn on the hot dog eating contest ever. I've done it before. It's gross. How many? I can't, I can't stand that. Well, stuff. how many hot dogs do you think you could eat in one of those contests? Like probably ten. We should 12. do a video. Bogman content in this league. The Bogman no, I'm not gonna have a heart attack for content. It's ten minutes. Ten minutes. How many hot dogs ass. can you eat? Ten minutes. I don't probably Let's, four. We'll start a GoFundMe. You know, for what? For no you. one's gonna pay for that. I I firmly disagree. If if you were like, all right, I, I'm gonna need a hundred bucks. And I'm going to film myself eating hot dogs for 10 minutes, do my own Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Look, I'm a total whore, I think and I'll do it. stuff for money. I'm not going to do that. I, I just won't. How so. many boxes of Velveeta mac and cheese do you think you can eat in 10 minutes if you were doing it in a like competition style? At least two. Yeah. Competition I, style, at least two. I, I know I could do two. Yeah. I don't know if I could do much more. What would be the drink? I mean, I, I killed that Velveeta box with no problem. Did, oh, did you have the thing, too, when I it, mean, you were not, done? No problem. I didn't have, like, I didn't have problem finishing the box. Uh, you know, my body had problem finishing the the result of me eating gross, the gross, entire gross, box. Gross, gross, gross. So. But what I'm saying is, did you have that thing after you finished it? You feel really guilty and hate yourself because you're like, I actually want more. <laughs> yes. All right. That guy is um when uh, that guy is disgusting. Joy Chestnut. I I, I just I hate the shtick like the American hero, you know all that stuff because he does it on the Fourth of July. It's actually it's more gross. offensive too that he's skinny. 
Like, that's not America. You're not America. Like, he needs to look like, you know, he tra- he, Frank the These tank. guys actually train, which is annoying, too, because it's like, okay, like, they're actually training for something to do. And uh, I just. No, thanks. And yeah, it's gross. Well, I was at a Diamondbacks game at the All You Can Eat section before, and my buddy, who is in tremendous shape now, like he does hot yoga, like he got really into working out. Wasn't he and, a military guy too? Yeah, a military guy. Yeah. But when he came home from Iraq, we went to the All You Can Eat section, and the the dumb lady told him the record of hot dogs eaten in one game. And he's like, oh, we're doing that, buddy. Uh-oh. I was like, well, you are. I'm not going to feel horrible for the next three days because this lady told me some dude ate What was the record? Hot, it was 19. In the all-you-can-eat section? Yes. Those are little tiny hot dogs, too. They are small hot dogs. But it's also Joey Chestnut isn't sitting there. You know what I mean? So yeah. then there's no real competition. But some dude ate like 19 hot dogs. What did, he, what did, your, what did your boy get? 14. I mean, you got to. You're so close. <laughs> no, you're not. You're the, five hot dogs away. That's people, not close. But were people rooting him on? No. No, people were disgusted by just what trash he was for trying to Probably. Eat I mean, I don't know that that many people noticed, but it was like, you know, in between innings, he'd go up and get a couple more, go up and get a couple more, and around the sixth inning, he's like, I don't think I can do anymore. What do you think uh, yeah. Otani thinks about this, seeing this in America? I I mean I don't uh, think he'd waste all that food. He puts his uh he puts his uh, peanut shells in a cup. He doesn't just throw them on the <laughs> ground. Sunflower seeds, sunflower right. seeds, like an animal. Uh, well, we'll talk one fantasy thing here. I'm just curious at your thoughts here. Otani returned from the DL. He's not pitching. He hit, but he was 0 for four. Looks like he could be. I mean, have they have they discussed if he's going to be a full time DH? Yeah, I think that's the plan. That he's going to be the full-time DH. Uh, Albert Pujols, they dropped to fifth in the lineup and hasn't been looking so good. If he's the full-time DH, Otani this season has been hitting 280 with a 360 OBP, six homers, 20 RBIs, 17 runs with one stolen base in 44 games. It's only 118 at-bats. Do you think he's a viable 12-team option? You know, we've done this a couple times. I think he is... But I'm more upset, like, if I have him in a keeper league, I want them to just do the Tommy John surgery if he needs it. Like, just do the Tommy John surgery. Get it over with now. Sure, he misses the majority of next season, but at least he comes back at the end of 2019. He's good to go for 2020. Yeah, but well, I think what they're saying, though, from a recovery standpoint, is, like, he'll still be ready. He's going to miss 19 anyway? Yeah, he's going to miss 19 no matter what. and Because at this point... You're not going to come back in June or July of next year. You're probably going to miss 15 months. So they're saying if they do it in the off season, it's going to miss a, roughly the same amount of time, and that's what they're good with. And that's why he's hitting because he can contribute to the team right now. We've talked about this before, dude. But he was look. This I Angels team you, is a small window. He won't come back until well, the middle of 2020 anyway. So like like they can sit there and say oh if we do it in the off season he's going to miss the whole year anyway but they're going to baby the the holy crap out of him and he won't come back till the middle of 2020 anyway so why not just do it as soon as humanly possible get him back because we talked about this on the ITL baseball podcast the Welsh like sure he hits and he pitches but you brought him over to be a pitcher well, that, yeah, so, primarily and the Angels you know just put Skaggs back on the DL I mean it is just a 
a revolving door of DL stints for Angels pitchers. Garrett Richards is back. How long till he's gone? I'm, I mean, maybe by the end of the show, which is in <laughs> three minutes. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I get that they want Otani to play this year and they want him to produce because it's huge and exciting and everything. And if he's going to have to miss all of next year, they want to at least get something out of him. But I want that TJ surgery done as soon as possible. Get him back out there pitching as soon as possible. Listen, Bogman. That's my opinion. Nothing more American than a Japanese pitcher coming to America and being a full-time DH. Nothing more American than eating 74 hot dogs in one sitting. There's nothing more American than Angels pitchers going on the DL. <laughs> That's pretty American. Nothing, more, nothing American. more American than the Welsh uh, sitting in 110 to watch uh, a bunch of 17-year-old Dominicans play baseball. Those are facts. Those are facts. I was at the Brewers facility a couple days ago. You and, get stabbed? Oh, Not in a great area. No. The, the part of that town... Little concerning, but I got there super early. S Town. It is, and they are—they're actually rebuilding the entire um, uh, Brewers minor league facility or their spring training facility. So it's we a also mess need over there. Uh, friends that can be security guards. Yes, bodyguards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big guy, but I need someone to like you know play the middleman. But I was—I got there way too early, and I was just kind of standing out there. And the access that you get is so weird, but also seeing human beings interact in the heat and knowing that like everyone's miserable everyone is so miserable in the heat the east coast just went through what was the um what was the corn thing you were telling me <laughs> i saw on reddit someone said uh meanwhile in pennsylvania and it was uh, a husk of corn still on the plant and it had popped like popcorn that's, That's how hot it is. There's no way that was right. real. There's no way it was real. It was real. It was a real picture. And well, that real picture, is going to happen. Um, the East Coast got the heat wave, and the West Coast is supposed to get the heat wave. Uh, it's coming very, very soon. Uh, so I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully that? my tires don't melt. That, That's I mean, it's what not I, fair. I'm We're in Arizona. Hoping. We're in a constant heat wave. We don't need extra heat. Just a, a lot of AC is going to be going out. Oh, weekend, man. My so. AC went out a couple weeks ago. Got that sucker fixed before this heat wave came in. And guess what? It is going to be running. I don't think East Coast people can appreciate how much we run our air conditioning on the it's West Coast. It's just always on. It is always on. Like, we'll have fights. And uh, you might understand this concept. Like, I have fights of, of being like, oh, you know, you want it at 74. I'm like, 72. When it is 110 out, it actually doesn't matter if you have it at 76 or 70. Because either one, it's the AC is going 76. to run. It's but it doesn't matter. It's going to run all day. It's, right. it, does, it doesn't matter how cold. When it is 115 degrees out, my God! Here's my suggestion, and all of the great things about America is we got a way to cool down. So we could drink some beers. We could drink some beers. Right. Play some fantasy. July 4th and the July 4th weekend, it is the signal caller to one great thing. It is a changeover in focus to fantasy football. So when I tell you that, my friends, you know you can get all of your fantasy coverage, obviously right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But in this league, we got you covered as well. The ITL Fantasy Football Podcast twice a week. We just dropped a PPR 12-team mock draft and a quarterback facts episode with our boy Nate Hamilton. This coming week, we got a two-quarterback uh, mock draft, and we got an episode with Chris Harris from Harris Football. So much more, so go to InThisLeague.com and check us out on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. 
and at Bogman Sports. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. Peace. Later.